the more you just let yourself be the person that you are, Mm -hmm. the more the opportunity to work with people who are drawn to your soul arises. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brilliant Misfits. I'm really so pleased that you're here listening today. I really do appreciate you turning in, tuning in. And if you really love this this show, I'd love you to make a review and subscribe. And also I have a Facebook group called Brilliant Misfits, which is free and it's a beautiful space to connect with like-hearted women and support each other and inspire each other to find our own way. And at my website, www.asiakennedy.com, you can find more offerings on how to live a mindful, creative life. So this show is really special today and Brilliant Misfits is about supporting women to find their own way and women who feel that they haven't really fit into the world as it is. And today I'm going to get a little more specific about not fitting in as it relates to marketing or the old style of marketing. So there are a lot of women today who are starting online businesses and it's no mystery why because online businesses offer a lot of freedom and flexibility. And But that being said, I have to say that I think the number one hardest thing for most women is to market themselves, to share what they do and how they serve. And I reckon that's probably because the way marketing has been done in the past. So I know for myself that the old style marketing did not fit into who I am. And so my initial response was to just avoid it. But but I think it's really vital for visionary women to get creative and how they're marketing themselves and how they're serving a wider audience. So it doesn't matter if you're starting an online business or if you're an artist or a self-publishing writer, marketing really is essential. And so I'm really excited today to present another brilliant misfit to join me because she is Uh, a brilliant misfit in marketing. And we're going to be discussing mindfulness, mindset, and marketing, which is like the three M's, which I think that she sort of embodies. So Natasha Berta. Hello. Hello, Natasha. Now you call yourself an online marketer with a twist. And I love that. So can you just expand on that for our listeners about what that means to you? Yeah. Yeah, I feel similarly about marketing. I am still kind of in shock about being in marketing because it was weird enough for me that I was doing a commerce degree. It was really just seemed so not in alignment with who I am to the people around me because I've been um, known to a lot of people in my local area through yoga practice and mindfulness um, practice. So I, for a long time, when I first moved to the Valley, I used a Sanskrit name, Yogavanam, and that's how a lot of people knew me. And when they first met me, I shaved my head and wore orange and lived in a, um, a community with a lot of other people 
and that's not very like if people look at that and then they think about commerce I guess in their mind it's hard to pair those two together and for a long time I thought what am I doing but I have such good intuition and (laughs) I just trusted my intuition that that was a smart thing to do because when I was at school I'd been very good at schoolwork and um, people had tried to get me to do a commerce degree but I didn't want to. I I didn't. I was like fighting the man. I didn't. I want to stick it to the man. And I didn't want to do what everybody told me to do. So I you didn't want to fit in, did you? No. I knew. I actually. I knew I didn't fit in, and I really was just going for it. <laughs> so I decided to become a swami, and I did that on and off for yeah, twelve years, really. Wow. And, and and when you say valley, where is the valley? What? Oh, the Bigger Valley is the where Bega I live. The Valley, and, that's, yeah. and we're in Australia, so just for some yes. of the listeners that aren't familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've been here for about 14 years now. And so it's been, you know, the people who are here that know me, this is the longest I've really lived in any one community because I moved a lot when I was younger and that was part of not fitting in as well. So when I started um, a degree, I thought, oh, marketing's pretty it's pretty much pure evil. Like <laughs> commerce is bad enough, but marketing is like the devil, the devil himself, really. Like all that manipulation and subliminal messaging mm-hmm. and um, dishonesty. And it, I just thought, oh, no, that's bad. I don't want to be a part of that. No, I'm um, feeling pretty yuck listening to <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty wrong. I had a really um, uninformed perspective about marketing that was really just informed by worst case scenario and I really overlooked the fact that marketing is really all around us all the time and it is also something that we do naturally that we do market ourselves to each other just through talking to each other and Mm -hmm. telling stories to each other and, and explaining what we do and yeah so now I have a much bigger picture about what marketing is so um that is my twist my twist is I didn't sort of have a career and go corporate and then have a midlife crisis and discover my spiritual side. I really um, had to quit my spiritual career to become more aligned with my true self. And it's so bizarre that doing a degree, like doing a commerce degree, has actually been the catalyst for so much of my self-reflection and deeper understanding about who I really am. And all those years of yoga and mindfulness, I guess they prepared the way. Um, but because I am very self-reflective and yeah, but really I had to accept like I am good at maths. I, I do like using my brain. I love systems and structure. I love being creative and making, you know, digital, um, messages or I love working on a campaign or I'm very innovative thinker. I love thinking outside the box and I get really excited brainstorming about how can we solve a problem and things aren't getting traction here. So everything that you do in a marketing process, actually, I'm so in love with and just feel so much alignment with. It's been a big, that's my twist. I'm twisted. Not only am I a marketer with a twist, I'm also a twisted woman who loves doing marketing. <laughs> and um, so when you when you had that whole background of like mindfulness and yoga and, what, and all of that, how does that now inform your marketing? Like when you're working... Mm. Do you mainly work with women or do you work with both women and men? Mm, I have worked with a few men but not many. Definitely um, I seem to resonate more with women. Mm. Um, and that's interesting too because when I was working in yoga, we um, the woman who I was sort of the hub of our community was a doula and her focus was pre- and postnatal yoga and we did a lot of 
yoni ceremonies and it was a very you know females only kind of scene Mm. so the fact that I'm working with women only again is pretty bizarre um oh my gosh I lost my what, what did well, you ask talking, me? I was actually trying to – Oh, how does to, it inform it? Yeah, how yeah. Like, you know, I think um, mm, mm. marketing, a lot of it – well, the way you're presenting marketing is really getting to know yourself, which is sort of what your yes. path has been. You've, you've sort of totally. dived into the spiritual path, get to know mm. who you are, and then you've come to marketing after that. So when you're working with women, I, I would imagine – I don't know, you can explain this – that mm. that is one of the things, the key things of marketing in the new style of marketing mm. is really, you know, knowing who you are and yes. presenting yourself just as you are, not trying to make yourself something, you know, yeah. to fit into some corporate image or something like that. Absolutely. And I think what happens is also the people who are, in, are drawn to work with me are generally um, light workers or energy. They're aware of our experience of life as energy and it's been fascinating to me because I just operate there and I've kind of forgotten how to operate as a mammal who just is in life I sort of kind of like mentally live outside of life a lot and like watch it which is the ultimate goal of yoga and mindfulness practice Mm. is to be able to observe the process in a detached way so yes so that's how I experience life in, as energy so that when I start talking to clients about um, their posting in groups or when they send when they're making a post on their Facebook page or when they're doing their email marketing and what their energy is like so how they feel at that moment and the way that that is embedded in the message that goes across to people um, fascinates me and so that is how it comes across I just can't help speak about life from that place And I've been very fortunate that all the people I've worked with, it's been okay to talk to them about it like that. Even if it's like three quarters into the session, I realize, oh, whoa, I'm talking to them about things that aren't necessarily what a lot of people would understand or in the context that a lot of people would understand. Like, oh, when you're sending an email and and you feel down, that affects the reception that your email gets. You could say that to my mum and she'd be like, Tosh, you're just crazy. Like, what are you even talking about? It's just an email. You're just sending an email. Whereas all the people I work with are like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's like about the vibe. So that's how it <laughs> that's how it affects my work. It just it just permeates everything I do in my whole perspective on life. And, I've, yeah, and it is really beautiful to know yourself. And lately I've been noticing uh, I've been able to encourage people to make the activities that they do something that they enjoy. So first of all, you have to know yourself. Uh, if you don't know yourself, like, oh, I'm no good. At, I, I'm, I don't get excited about writing. I love doing videos. So I do videos. Like That's what I do. And I do a bit of writing because you kind of still have to. But sort of set your business model up so that it supports the things that you actually enjoy. And the same, set your marketing up so that you're just able to do what comes naturally, what feels good and what captures your soul essence so that clients whose little souls have that seed that wants to hook in like you're the water for their seed and and they just need to acknowledge it. So mm. if you're writing and you're not feeling your juju and they read your blog post, you're not going to capture them. Like you're not going to get to play together because you haven't been able to capture your good essence. Whereas if you do a video, this is only an example, some people love writing. Mm. You do a video and you're really enlivened and animated and it's got your whacked out sense of humor and then someone sees that, then you do get to play together because that person's been able to experience that more pure and um, vibrant energy that is the more aligned with your higher self. 
Mm. And so mm. we're really moving away from that whole uh, formulaic way of marketing. I think that's been mm. part of the world for such a long time. You know, you do this, this, and this. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and we're finding like, oh, yuck, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't really mm. fit. That doesn't feel right. And so mm. you're saying the new way of marketing is to really know what brings you joy, what you love to do. And there's mm. so many different ways to market today, aren't there? There's just Absolutely. so many more different forums. Yeah to go yeah. into yeah and um so the first thing for women to market is to get them to know themselves like what they love <laughs> yeah. and what they love to do yeah. and um yeah. it, this is like a spiritual journey marketing it totally it? <laughs> is it totally is and often people come to me and like one woman said oh I want to do face-to-face -face sales like I've got this product and I want to go into stores and I want to talk to store owners about it but I just feel you know so uncertain about sales and I said to her well it's not something that I can do for you. Like we've noticed that you want to do this thing and you feel you need to go and talk face to face with people. So it's a confidence issue. It's, it's something personal that you, that's your personal growth stuff. So often I have to handball people or just show them th where the parameter is that this is the parameter of my expertise. I mean, I love yoga and mindfulness, but I'm not practice an EFT practitioner or, mm. you know, I, um, I'm not really trained in how to clear blocks. I'm here to show you this framework and how we can work within it and harness it. Yeah. So it does end up being a place where you can kind of figure out whether you've got a blockage or something. We can identify it, but I'm not ready for shifting them yet. <laughs> no, but just identifying it is mm. pretty profound, I think. And I, I, I mm. love that um, in today's world with uh, the internet that women are getting back to the way they used to be, which is, you know, getting mm. together and supporting each mm. other and collaborating. So we can find help by just jumping onto different Facebook groups and, um, mm. you know, saying, hey, I need help with this. And someone puts their hand up and says, well, that's my area of expertise. I can help mm. you with that mindset mm. stuff. So, yeah, so it's, it's really a about getting, you know, getting to know what your emotional habits are. And we can change those things once we recognize them. Absolutely. And it's so astounding to me that you and I do know each other through Facebook groups. Mm. It still trips me out to think, oh my gosh, so many people just, we're in this little bubble kind of thing. Like we're in our little world. We're in a real subculture. And mm. there's millions of people who have no idea what we're up to. And we're just, you know, it just feels so alive for me. And I feel so connected to those women mm. um, that you are all my tribe and my family. And then just when you were saying that, I realized, oh yeah, there's heaps of people who might not even know that there's amazing connected Facebook groups where you can go and hang out and Absolutely. with like-minded people and really grow grow a business, have a business or just hang out and have fun really. And get support and feel connected mm. with other mm. women. I mean, I think women have always, always thrived with their sort of group connection, you know, mm. and that group support that we, we've given each other. It's And uh, mm. I think we've moved away from it a little bit and mm. And we felt isolated and then we get into the, the mindset that we have to do it all by ourselves and we should mm. know how to do it. And, you know, if we can't do it perfectly, then we're not going to do it at all. And all of that stuff comes into play. And I think just having the groups, just it just opens up new perspectives and new creative possibilities. I find it really exciting. So I, I mm. want to just mention again, I know you have a Facebook tribe so oh, yeah. just give us that, uh, the name of your Facebook group. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of little ones. They're just, um, what's the word, fledglings. They're little babies. One's called hashtag Berta Blab. Mm -hmm. And that is really 
I don't know if it's really so much a group like that, but I guess it is. I mean, we just are a bunch of people who are interested in blabbing, mm-hmm. um, um, pro- all female entrepreneurs, and it's really just a place to um, – it started just a place for me to communicate with people who I was blabbing with, and now I've tried to extend it out a bit to anyone really who's interested in blabbing if you want to find other people to blab with. I was actually on a blab today with Joe Muir and Natalie um, Chidananda Martinek who met each other on a blab that I was hosting last week and now we're hosting their own blab together today. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty it. stoked about that. It's really yeah. cute. And I, I have it. another um, group called Tantra for Business, which is a very quiet group at the moment and that's perfectly fine with me. Mm. And I guess it's a bit of a confusing name for a lot of people because of the association um, between Tantra and sex in the West. So I guess it's like how does sex help your business? I mean, obviously sex helps your business. If you're, you know, happily having sex, you're probably happier and probably that's going to help your business go better. But that is not really what my group's about at all because my perspective on Tantra is really about um, a more Eastern approach which is embracing all the elements of yourself and seeing the wholeness of yourself. So um, it can be embodied Um, as male, female. I mean, we all have masculine and feminine tendencies. I'm a very alpha female and um, and even the most feminine woman still has elements of her personality that are masculine. But I think that Tantra really encompasses a lot more than that, than just so yin and yang or black and white. Like I think for me, Tantra is, oh, the me who just wants to sit on the couch and have a cry and talk to my friends on Facebook and just say, screw this, it's all too hard, I don't want to do it this week, embracing that person and and not sort of saying that's wrong and the motivated me who likes writing lots of posts and can be really on task and get shit done, not saying one's right or wrong but just actually take, bringing them all into the big umbrella that is me. So that was what my motivation was about Tantra for Business and I don't know what will happen with that group but it's there. Yeah, it's a beautiful little group. And I, I sometimes oh, like you. the small groups too mm. And um, because you can let yourself be vulnerable and share things mm. with um, once you start to get into having conversations in the group, you feel safe and you feel mm. heard. And it is private, mm. so it's not like out there public. Mm. It is a private group. So True. I really encourage any of the women listeners out there if you feel like you want to have some support in your life, this is a wonderful way to start. And I have mm. a, a Facebook group called Brilliant Misfits, same as the name of this show. And it is, again, another supportive group where we just um, really share inspirations, share the real, you know, if we're vulnerable or we're feeling sad, mm. we share that as well so that we really can be all of who we are and not just showing, mm. you know, one side of ourselves. And I think that all helps with marketing. I think marketing and just putting, you know, the bright side forward. I mean, when we share who we really are in that marketing way, and you can expand mm. on this, Natasha, mm. because you're more of an expert, but I feel that it connects to the audience. It connects and speaks to the people that we want to buy Absolutely. our products or whatever we're selling. <clears throat> Absolutely. And big businesses, I mean, because I did a degree in marketing, so a lot of the things that we learned were really aimed at big businesses. And a lot of that information was saying, well, why do they create a brand? is because they're not a person and people actually relate with people best. They can't relate to um, any, like to BP. What's BP? It's like, it's a big sort of nameless 
faceless entity. So then BP has to make itself like a person. So that's what a brand really does. It helps to make a big business more like a person. And so the beautiful thing about hanging out in groups is that the more you just let yourself be the person that you are, Mm -hmm. the more the opportunity to work with people who are drawn to your soul arises because they have been able to see it and they've been able their soul's been able to recognize it like they're recognizing you from I mean I do believe in pre-life experiences and I think that there is things that we need to do together there are things that are meant to happen and so you and I being here right now is like a thing that was meant to happen and it's going to heal us and transform us and propel us forward in our life and so I think all the encounters that we have in business as a client or the person serving the client are in in that structure as well. They're not exempt. So mm. the, the, the client needs to be able to connect with your soul essence before they'll be ready to work with you or else you're just like um, any other benign thing in their life and they can't actually cognize the, the transformation opportunity. Mm. So, yeah, you do kind of need to go and show yourself. And it doesn't have to be in groups. I mean, you can do it on your Facebook page using video. If you're an exceptional writer and that's how you channel the most amazing thing that is you, when you write blog articles or posts on your Facebook page and you share your message and you share your soul essence, it's going to draw the people to you that need to work with you. So that's what marketing is really about. It's just allowing people to see you. And you don't have to be anybody else because – and that's the other thing that big businesses try to do is they – they try to find their point of differentiation as individuals. We don't have to try for that because we're all perfectly unique already. So you don't have to find your point of difference because you are your point of difference. It's exactly true. That's such a good point. Yeah, we Mm. are. And we want to really build on that uniqueness. I mean, we're Mm. all part of one. I agree with you because I take a more sort of cosmic perspective in life as well. And, Mm. um, I know we're all connected as one and and everything is energy and yet we're very individual within that Mm. oneness. Mm. We're individual and we need to really, I think, celebrate that. And Mm. I think that being visible for women for a long time has been a very scary thing and I still see women struggle with that, like Mm. with their visibility. And Mm. um, what would be sort of the easiest way to begin marketing that you know or is that just very individual as well as far as like putting Mm. yourself out there and connecting with people I guess it it becomes apparent over time because when you start it's a bit clunky and there's a lot of options so there's Mm. you know your website and your email marketing and your opt-in and there's um, Facebook if you use that or Instagram whatever your social media choices are so you know you might start a business and just kind of be exposed to options and that will be random and spontaneous depending on what the universe you know what information you're randomly being exposed to but then there's trial and error I mean that's the approach I love to take is that borderline scientific approach of I try something and then I see how I am within that and over time you start to see this works or this doesn't work and then things will just feel effortless and they and the other thing that's a great indicator is what gets a great response like sometimes I find writing a blog effortless but it doesn't get any response because I have I'm not a skilled writer whereas when I do video I get so many comments and likes and if I do something really goofy because I am just a bit goofy if I do something goofy people just love that so I'm like okay I just have to like you know <laughs> let that out I've kind of been trying to 
you know, just came out of doing a degree, thought I had to be a professional, thought I had to like, you know, wear a suit. I went and bought some power suits and they're in my cupboard still, never worn because I just wasn't sure how it was going to pan out. I love that. And it turns out I get to like take stupid videos. My daughter did another wacky one yesterday. She talked me into it. So, yeah, I think sometimes you just have to do a bit of trial and error. Unfortunately, there is no um, I, it's not possible to know beforehand what is going to work, but you might have a clue. Like if you've been alive for, you know, 40 years, then you probably have a bit of a sense of what you like, or you might just f- fall into it. You might just fall into, oh, I mean, I set up like three Facebook pages before I even did uni and I'd set up three blogs and because I was just drawn to it. So there will be things that you just are drawn to and that's a good indicator Mm. excellent indicator so Mm. yeah so that's a good tip to just really be aware of what you're drawn to what calls Mm. your attention what you Mm. feel comfortable with what sort of really lights you up in a way wouldn't you say like just really excites you and then just Mm. follow that for a while I think sometimes you know um we can be scared to try things like, you know, mm. but you just have to give it a go. And so there's a little courage involved in that. True. You just have to, yep, just do it. And if, mm. you're, you know, and that's where the support in groups is very helpful yes. because they can say, yeah. yeah, just go for it, you know. Yeah. And, and when you're sitting by yourself, the voices in your head can convince you, no, 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 you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. Mm. But there is mm. never a ready. So it's all, like you say, it's, it's, trial and tweaking I would like to say yeah Yeah, let's change it from trial and error to trial (laughs) and tweaking yes yes (laughs) and to have a a sort of lightness about you and an experimental approach and even massive corporations when they run a campaign they don't know what the outcome is going to be and they do market research before they run a campaign Mm. they do it before they advertise on the day they advertise the day after the advertisements run and then they do it again at the end of a three-month campaign because what they're doing is they're just doing an experiment and sometimes things go wrong I mean you would have heard in the media advertising campaigns have gone terribly wrong and sometimes not and wrong like you say wrong's not the right word like but it's it's nicer to say coke's wrong because everyone wants to hate on coke but um (laughs) you know there will be times where you'll try something and it won't get the response you were hoping for and Mm. and that's perfectly fine you totally live and learn Mm. Mm. and it's really about that and that's that is life's journey you know Mm. we're always trying things and sometimes we fall and sometimes we mm. rise up and it's mm. um, it's it makes it all exciting I don't know when we get into business we somehow um, I know I get into a mindset where I think well I've got to just it's all got to be going in an uphill sort of mm. climb but it isn't really mm. like that and I think it's <laughs> the more sort of feminine look and take about creativity is that it's not a straight line it's not linear mm. it's very curvy and wavy and mm. you know and um and if we get that perspective and just say oh yes I'm in a little bit of an ebb now and not make it a huge drama that um <laughs> like you know we can um, oh yeah it's easy to say that today I think I in two weeks I'll probably be like I'll be on the in a different place but I know the energy is very positive at the moment and mm. I I feel like people have been March was hard and yeah. people um got to work through some more challenging material in terms of their life and now it feels like most people I speak to are feeling a bit more of an upbeat energy at the moment. And it is, it is hard. I, I am the classic one to fall for 
um, believing the, the game, like when it's hard to just really believe like this is a failure, I shouldn't be doing this. There's, I'm basically never going to have another client or make another dollar. So like what am I doing? I'm basically insane. And, and when I'm in that headspace, I'm, I'm just in it. Like I can't see the trees for the forest, like, or the forest mm. for the trees. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's just I like so all around me mm. that I. And, and what do same. you do? And what do you do when you're in that space, <coughs> Natasha? Oh my, I just because well, I'm sure I, our listeners can relate to it as well. And mm. you know, just thinking like, well, what I do is try. I mean, I do practice just allowing myself to be, yeah. there, not trying to yeah. get out of it, not trying to fix it, not trying to like say, oh, well, I, want, yes. I don't want to feel like this. I want to feel like that. And just yeah. just let yourself feel it, and mm. um, and also know that you know to have that emotional intelligence that, well, this isn't reality. This is just a little passing phase. It's part yeah. of life, you know. Yeah. It's not forever. And yeah, um, and I think that comes with a depth of spiritual practice. Mm, like if you yeah. sit long meditation courses, then you know from your own practical experience this is very unpleasant, but I know, you know, 15 minutes the bell's going to ring and it's going to be over and I'm being a different state. So, I, And I also know that these feelings aren't me, that, and in that moment, when you have that clarity moment, it's very easy. And the daily life is the ultimate challenge. Like, and that was kind of part of why I think I was forced out of, like, you know, inverted commas, spiritual life, because I, um, I just wasn't getting the lessons. And I honestly think that my family life is, and this business again, like next mm. level, it's the perfect construct for me to get all my spiritual lessons. And whenever I have a dilemma and start thinking, oh, well, you know, what, what am I doing? I have like time to have an existential crisis. And I get out of this structure of experience. Always I get the message, what you're doing is, is exactly perfect right now. You are getting all your spiritual lessons right there in that kitchen with those kids screaming at you and dinner's not made or, mm. or you push, push, pushing in your business and, and just like too much striving and wanting and craving. You know, that's, that's gold right there. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that has such great value and and it's really real because um, I think when we're in that space, a lot of times we hide in that space. We don't mm. actually share it. And, um, you know, I think that to just say, yeah, I mean, you know, that what's that old saying, be in the world but not of it? Like we yeah. can just be in the messiness of our human experience and mm. it's, it's all part of our spiritual growth and, mm. yeah. And the beautiful thing I find is like I had one of those days last a couple of weeks ago where I just couldn't get my head around anything. So I just flopped on the couch with my phone and gave myself permission to just chat with women who I'd met through groups online, just like a teenager there on my phone texting my girlfriend <laughs> and then found out nearly everyone in groups was posting I'm in a similar space. Plus my girlfriends were like, oh, my God, I'm totally in a similar space. Then to feel that thread that runs between us mm. and to go, oh, it is bigger than me. Just, mm. And it really does require allowing myself to drop into the space and to stop fighting it and thinking I can do something to change it. And for me, that's exactly the same as my meditation practice. Like I need to allow things. That's the message I always get when I'm sitting is like you just need to allow it, allow the pain or allow the happiness or just allow it and then things flow. It's like the holding on, the grasping. 
Mm. It constricts the flow then. Yeah, totally. Mm. That is gold. And I'm just going to repeat that because I think it is just so valuable Mm. um, for our listeners is to, yeah, when you find yourself in that struggling place to just stop fighting with it and allow, allow is even just saying the word allow, mm. doesn't it just feel like you're, yeah. oh, you're having more space? So mm. thank you for sharing that. Now, I love that you combine all of those things in your marketing. It just, it just makes it so much more mm. accessible and um, mm. exciting even, <laughs> not like yucky and, mm. and um if people want to work with you, Natasha, how how would they be able to um, get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, my, my Facebook page messaging is actually the best way mm. um, because I'm on Facebook ev- every day except when I'm on retreat. <laughs> so other than 10 days of the year, I'm pretty much on Facebook. That's, and I'm, yeah, that that's a great way to get in touch with me. Yeah it's, okay. yeah, it's facebook.com backslash Natasha Berta Media. Um, yeah, or if you search Natasha Berta, I should just come up and I work one-on-one with people mostly at the moment, but I do have a little group program, um, that I've been running a mastermind. It's like a mastermind live training combined and it's just so beautiful. I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but it's honestly been, it's about that connection, you know, making those connections and really finding your people and just hanging together and really what we're co-creating there, even though I'm teaching marketing, what each woman brings to the table is just making it such an incredibly rich experience, which I feel so grateful for. So hopefully I'll be doing those a bit more in the future and doing one-on-one work with people, helping them, having a look really at where um, they are in their business and what their big audacious dream is and just making the connection between the now and the vision and setting up really step-by-step um, pragmatic way to get there you, and looking at marketing specifically. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much, Natasha. Thanks, really Aisha. happy that you had the time mm. to join me today. And um, there's so much richness in all of that <laughs> that we spoke about. And I hope we can do it again down the track because mm. I really love talking with you. And I Thank love having, you, me too. I love having a giggle with you. <laughs> oh, gosh, I can't believe that was 30 minutes. It's <laughs> gone so quickly. It just goes so quickly, doesn't oh, it? Oh, what a blessing. Thank so, you. Thank you. And I'll put your links up for uh, our listeners if they want to get in touch with you. Sure. Thank you. Okay, darling. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.